Welcome to Horsepower Heritage. My name is Maurice Merrick, and Happy New Year to all of you out there listening from places like Woodside, New York, Chesapeake, Virginia, Little Rock, Arkansas, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Brisbane, Australia, Auckland, New Zealand, and Hamburg, Germany. Give me a little love for 2021 and subscribe to the podcast and click that five-star rating and leave me a review. It feels good to be back here, and I hope you all had a restful holiday time. Today, I want to sort of kick off the year by looking forward to some cool automotive and motorcycle events that hopefully we can all make time for in 2021, but not without a certain degree of skepticism, because after a year of canceled events and virtual shows and that kind of thing, I wish I could say that 2021 is full steam ahead, but we both know that the year is going to be touch and go. The big picture is, of course, the pandemic. And I was pretty sick just recently with coronavirus myself. It knocked me out. Um, fever, chills, joint pain, just terrible muscle aches, and just profound weakness. It was not fun. So just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Take some precautions. And, um, and you know, I, I know we've all had to cope with this. And the uncertainty is, is not fun. And I really hope that you've been able to weather this situation because I know there are lots of people who have hit unbelievable hardships. So I wish you the best for the months ahead, and let's hope things go our way. However, if there is a bright side in terms of getting out to attend events, 2021 might be the best opportunity in years in a certain way. It's a fair bet that because of the pandemic, people will continue to be really cautious and attendance is going to be down and pricing will be much more attractive, I think, for everything from airfares to hotels to dining. In some ways, this could be the most affordable year ever if you want to travel to some of these great events. So I'm going to go through the calendar for the year and I'm going to give you at least one cool event each month that you can try to plan for. But I have to say, please stay up to date. You need to watch for news on the websites for whatever event you're interested in because stuff is always changing. For example, January. January is kind of not happening. Barrett Jackson's Scottsdale auction has been the 800-pound gorilla in the room for a long time, but it's been pushed back to March. And Meekum's very popular Las Vegas motorcycle auction has been pushed back to the last weekend in April, and normally that's in January. However, RM Sotheby's is going to soldier on with their Scottsdale auction in a modified form. Now, in normal times, the Scottsdale auction is at the Arizona Biltmore, but we are still in the grip of coronavirus, so RM Sotheby's is holding an online event this year. There is limited attendance at the actual event in person, but you have to be a registered bidder, so no spectators. There are some pretty cool lots available, though, including an amazing collection of six cars that uh, RM Sotheby's is calling the Homologation Collection. So I'll just outline them for you. A 1972 Lancia Fulvia HF Fonalino, an 83 Audi Quattro, an 89 Mercedes 560 SEC AMG Widebody, a 1990 BMW E30 M3, a special edition 1995 Lancia Delta HF Integrale Evo 2 that they call the Blue Lagos edition. And it's pretty amazing. It's got this great metallic blue paint color 
with a thin yellow stripe running along the top edge of the bodywork. And uh, it, it's a rare car. I think there's like 215 produced. That's uh, the, the tail end of the Delta Integrale production run. And uh, my favorite, my personal favorite, a 1990 Mercedes-Benz 190E 2.5 16-valve Evo 2. So that's going to be a fun event to watch online. So that's January for you. Now, for February, I want to turn your attention to the GP Ice Race, which is held in Zellamsee, Austria. So the GP Ice Race is a revival of an event run from the late 30s until the early 70s. Now, imagine vintage Porsches and Group B rally cars equipped with studded snow tires, tearing around a frozen lake on an improvised racetrack with snow banks on either side. And then there's the event they call Skioring, which is Norwegian for ski driving. And maybe it's skijoring. I'm not sure. But anyway, the skiers are towed quite rapidly behind the cars in this event, which is something I would definitely try at least once. So that's the GP ice race for you. And 2021 marks the third year for the revival of this event. But unfortunately, the COVID-19 restrictions have made in-person attendance impossible. But the good news is that you will be able to watch the GP ice race online. The exact dates have not been announced yet, but go to gpicerace.com to stay up to date on the latest information. And by the way, I'm going to be throwing some web addresses at you from time to time during the show. Uh, I'm not going to probably give you an address for every event, but you can check that out in the show notes. I'll definitely put it in there. All right, let's move on to March. Amelia Island Concorde Elegance, March 4th through 7th at the Ritz-Carlton in Amelia Island, Florida. Now, this is held on the golf links of the Amelia Island Golf Club, and the Concours will celebrate its 25th year in 2021. The Amelia will feature a number of special entry classes, Hispano Suiza, Porsche 935 cars, the Ferrari 275 GTB, a celebration of Chevy-powered racing cars, early 20th century electric cars from companies like Columbia, Waverly, Baker, 70s muscle cars, supercars of the 80s and 90s, think like Ferrari F40, Bugatti EB110, and a retrospective on the shadow racing cars, which competed in Can-Am, Formula One, and open-wheel Formula 5000. Now, shadow cars were built in Northampton, England by a guy named Don Nichols, who's since passed away. He was a mysterious army veteran and a counterintelligence officer who'd kind of gotten into motorsport while living in Japan. So they're going to be showing some of his amazing cars. And of course, there are vendors and auctions and new car test drives and flutes of champagne. So get your seersucker suit ready for the Amelia Island Concourse and buy your tickets at ameliaconcours.com. All right, moving right along into April. And we're going to talk about the Handbuilt Motorcycle Show, which is April 16th through the 18th in Austin, Texas. Now, the Handbuilt Show is held during MotoGP weekend. The show is put on by an Austin-based company called Revival Cycles, and that's a custom bike shop that's responsible for some pretty mind-blowing builds. The show is in its seventh year, and the bikes that are on display are consistently some of the most imaginative and artful creations I think you're going to see. Think lots of stainless steel, aluminum, brass, the kind of craftsmanship that was commonplace 120 years ago. Old school skills. 
Bikes like an 1800cc BMW engine land speed racer with a titanium truss frame, or turbocharged Moto Guzzi with a wicked dustbin fairing in the front. The hand-built show will set you back about 40 bucks for a three-day pass, and you could also hit the MotoGP races at Circuit of the Americas. And Austin is one of the coolest, most creative, and friendly towns in America. So for more on the hand-built show, go to revivalcycles.com. And that's April. And moving into May, well, there's the 72nd Annual Grand National Roadster Show, May 14th through 16th. Now, if hot rods and customs are your thing, the Grand National is the big daddy. It used to be called the Oakland Roadster Show. You may have heard that name before. But it was moved down to Southern California, and it's now held at the Los Angeles County Fairgrounds. This is the show that attracts the top builders and the up-and-coming talent, and you'll see all styles from traditional hot rods to pro street jobs, even some crazy 60s-style cars with wild interiors and paint jobs. Just wild stuff. And again, that's the 72nd Annual Grand National Roadster Show. Later on in May, the weekend of the 28th, head over to Italy for Concorso d'Eleganza Villa d'Este. Now, on the shores of Lake Como sits a 16th century villa that was once the residence of Catholic bishops and Italian nobility, but for almost 150 years, it's been a luxury hotel, and that is the Villa d'Este. Every spring, the grounds are brimming with the most lustworthy automobiles and motorcycles you can imagine. Rare coach-built cars and one-offs, entries from the museum holdings of various manufacturers, as well as mind-blowing concept cars, and that makes this event a connoisseur's paradise. Now, you could go full jet set with one of the packages that they offer, and I, you know, looked it over on the website, but general public tickets are only about 10 euro. So, that's a bargain. If you're going to plan a trip to Italy this spring, you should definitely work in a visit to the concourse at Villa d'Este. Again, May 28th through 30th, Lake Como. Amazing Italian food and wine. Great scenery, awesome cars, how can you go wrong? All right, moving into June, you're going to want to be in Paris for Retromobile. Now, normally, Retromobile is held in February, and this is traditionally the first event on the classic and collector car calendar each year. But again, due to the pandemic, Retromobile has been moved to June. It's set to go off at the Port de Versailles Exhibition Center in Paris, June 2nd through 6th, and this is the largest exhibition center in Paris. It's also the site of the Paris Motor Show. Now, there's going to be over a thousand vehicles on display, as well as antique auto and motorcycle parts, Petroliana, literature, posters, memorabilia, scale models, and of course, auctions. And one of the most noteworthy auctions ever at Retromobile was a collection called the Bailon Collection. So let me tell you about this guy. Roger Bailon was a French businessman and an automobile enthusiast who collected this huge group of about 120 cars, and he started collecting in the 1950s, right? But along the way, his fortunes sort of turned, and he sold off quite a few cars. He unfortunately passed away, and then his son had no interest in these cars, and they more or less were allowed to sit and rot away in the countryside. They had minimal protection from the elements. But eventually, Balon's son died too, and his children were stunned when they found out that their grandfather, Roger, had collected so many rare cars. 
most of them being pre-war examples and also defunct nameplates like Talbolago, Panhard and Levisor, Bugatti, Delahaye. And he had one of only four Fruibodied 1956 Maserati A6 GT2000 Grand Sport Berlinetta has ever built. Say that five times fast. This is an amazing GT car. Like, you know, Maseratis and Ferraris from that time period, they're just works of art. And the story of the Baylon collection is a little heartbreaking, but not only did Roger never get to restore and display all these cars as he had planned, but they were stored in the dirt under these lean-to shanty structures basically chicken coops. So you can imagine the rust and decay that had set in over the years. 60 years, in fact. Anyway, the collection was assessed by the folks at Art Curial Motor Cars, and they auctioned the collection at Retromobile in 2015. The Baylon collection brought over $52 million at auction, even in the sad state of affairs that had befallen these cars. I think it's fair to say that Retromobile attracts motoring artifacts that you will see nowhere else in the world. And for that reason alone, it's something that you need to see at least once in your life. Now, I did a quick search for airfare, and um, I found out you could book a flight from Los Angeles, Chicago, or Miami to Paris for between about $650 and $800. And a five-day retromobile pass is just 125 euro. So, so that would be an incredible pilgrimage for anyone who's interested in historic automobiles and motorcycles and everything in between. You can find out more at retromobile.com. And that brings us to July and the Goodwood Festival of Speed, which is July 8th through the 11th at Goodwood Estate in West Sussex, England. Yeah, I talked about Goodwood and the history of the place in a previous podcast episode, episode 14, Five Motorsport Events You Must See Before You Die. But that was all about another event called the Goodwood Revival, which is a vintage racing and motorsport event. The fact is that Goodwood Estate hosts a number of unique annual events, and the Festival of Speed is their summer signature. And the big deal at the Festival of Speed is the hill climb, which takes place on a course of just over a mile with plenty of bumps and curves and hay bales on either side and lots of space to watch some very fast machinery thunder past you. And then there's the F1 pit lane area where you can get up close with the current Formula One cars and maybe even come face to face with one of their drivers like Lewis Hamilton or Sebastian Vettel because the drivers are there with the cars frequently. And then there's the drift arena where you can watch drift cars get sideways and destroy their tires. And finally, the forest rally stage where rally cars will be bombing through the woodland course. Hey, it's a weekend at a country estate in southern England in July with lots of cool cars and like-minded enthusiasts. What's not to like? Find out more at goodwood.com. Which brings us into the dog days of summer in the month of August, and that can only mean one thing in the vintage and collector car world. Monterey Car Week and the Pebble Beach Concord Elegance. What can I say? The world's finest cars on the 18th fairway of the Pebble Beach Golf Links overlooking Monterey Bay. The Monterey Peninsula is a special place, and the Pebble Beach Concourse is celebrating its 70th anniversary this year. Just listen to this lineup they've got planned. 
90 years of Pininfarina cars. Porsche 917s, Iso Revolta, Carrera Panamericana cars, Miller Racers. If you don't know about Miller Racers from the 20s, oh my gosh, you're missing out. You got to check that stuff out. 70 years of Pebble Beach Best in Show cars, and Taubo Lago Grand Sport cars. And of course, the Concours is the capstone to an incredible week of car events. Like I said, it's Monterey Car Week. There are a bunch of auctions and sales venues for everything automotive. Plus, there's the Quail, a motorsports gathering, Legends of the Autobahn, Concorso Italiano, the Little Car Show for micro cars and tiny cars, the Porsche Works Reunion, and Concours on the Avenue in a little charming seaside town called Carmel, which turns downtown Carmel into an automotive promise land every August. Anyway, that's a lot of events to pack the week. You're never going to see it all in one trip. You're going to have to do it more than once. But if you want to learn more, go to pebblebeachconcours.net or just Google Monterey Car Week. There's a ton of websites that'll tell you all you need to know. All right, moving on into September, another Northern California event, the Sonoma Speed Festival, which is September 23rd through the 26th at Sonoma Raceway. Now, this is a European-style vintage racing event, so think, uh, you know, Goodwood Revival, but in California. Some of the world's most important and authentic competition machines will be meeting, and we're talking about vintage racing cars starting in the brass era, continuing on all the way up to modern cars from the 2000s. So just a couple examples, Alfa Romeo P3, Mercedes-Benz W154, Porsche 917, Trans Am muscle like the Mustangs and the AMXs, and then there's the modern F1 cars. 15 classes in 10 racing groups, something for everyone. The inaugural Sonoma Festival of Speed was in 2019, so it's just a baby. So it's kind of sad that coronavirus forced the cancellation last year, but it'll be back this year, and it's a bit of a food and wine festival at the same time, with many local wineries and restaurateurs serving up delicious offerings. Look for this event to get more and more popular as time goes on. Go to SonomaSpeedFestival.com for more information. All right, the leaves are starting to turn, the days are getting shorter, and suddenly it's October. But not to worry, we've got a couple more events on the calendar that I think you're going to love. And the next one is the Race of Gentlemen, which is in Wildwood, New Jersey, October 2nd and 3rd. Now, the Race of Gentlemen is also called TROG for short, and it's an old-fashioned drag race on the beach with pre-war American cars and motorcycles in a friendly little competition. It's a beer and hot dogs rock and roll party with flatheads and tattoos and nothing goes really that fast in fact uh, it's kind of funny how slow they are but it's just a good time it it's amazing to watch these old dilopies just fly along the beach as best they can and uh, some of them don't even get off the starting line you know once in a while they just they'll die right there and they got to get towed off by the vintage tow truck i think it's a model a if i'm not mistaken could be a model t but anyway, check out theraceofgentlemen.com for more information. And then the next event I have to tell you about is the first full week in October in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and it's the Antique Automobile Club of America's Fall Meet, which has been going strong since 1955. Now, 
At the fall meet, you can visit over 9,000 vendors, view over 1,000 cars for sale in their car corral, and enjoy approximately 1,200 cars at the show on Saturday. This is the kind of legacy auto event in the United States that everyone is used to. You might even have to bring a bicycle because there's just not time to see it all on foot and your dogs are going to be barking. So anyway, Hershey's a great event. It's a historic event. And if you like American cars and particularly, you know, finding that rare part, that's the place to do it. So if you're looking for a set of headlights for your 1907 locomobile touring car, Hershey is the place to be in October. Visit hershey.aaca.com for more details. And don't forget to get some chocolate while you're there, right there in town. All right, November. London is the place to be the first weekend of November. First, on Saturday, November 6th, there's the Regent Street Motor Show. Now, Regent Street is a landmark of London's West End. It was developed 200 years ago, and it immediately became a cultural and retail destination. And it's close to many of London's most well-known attractions and landmarks. It's a great setting for a car show, with uh, these stately stone buildings and, and this gentle curve in the street from Piccadilly Circus up northward towards Oxford Circus. And one of the cool things you'll see at the Regent Street Motor Show is that all of the entries for the London to Brighton Veteran Car Run are on display that day. Now, these are all pre-1905 motor cars and horseless carriages and strange tricycle oddities, and you'll be able to get up close to them, close to the very beginnings of automotive history. Now, at the other end of the street, the motor show will probably feature more cutting-edge stuff like supercars and exotics and some very interesting state-of-the-art vehicles. And then in the middle, there are cars that are displayed with various themes, whether it's a motorsport theme or classic American cars or whatever the organizers come up with for the year. It's also a Concorde Elegance, so you'll see plenty of rare and immaculate gems on display. So that's the Regent Street Motor Show, Saturday, November 6th. And then the next day, Sunday, November 7th, is the London to Brighton Veteran Car Run. I told you about those antique cars, those veterans from pre-1905. So the Veteran Run is the longest running car event in the world. The cars set out from Hyde Park in London, which is just a short distance west of Regent Street. And they run south for 54 miles to the seaside resort town of Brighton. It doesn't sound like a very impressive distance today, right? 54 miles, but you have to think about it in terms of the late 19th century. It might as well be 250 miles. The run commemorates the earliest days of the automobile when there were still highly restrictive speed limits all over England, and the car was, well, it was still regarded as a strange experiment, sort of an object of suspicion. Now, if you've heard episode one, The Birth of the Automobile, then you'll recall I talked about some of the hurdles that early cars in England had to overcome in terms of uh, legislation that was restrictive to, to them. So this run, part of what it celebrates is the overturning or cessation of some of those laws. And then also in the early days, 
so-called reliability runs were an important demonstration to show the public that, hey, these machines could be a dependable investment. They're not just some experimental contraption. And that was critical for the growth of the industry. Now, both the Regent Street Motor Show and the London to Brighton run are free for spectators. So what a fantastic weekend, right? I mean, if you're going to be in London that weekend, check out the Regent Street Motor Show. You know, give it like half the day. And then there's a ton of attractions all around you uh, that are going to be great to see. All right, well, suddenly it's December. And uh, the last event that I want to tell you about for 2021 is the Mama Tried Motorcycle Show and Flat Out Friday races, which are held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And the dates to keep in mind are December 3rd through 5th. Now, the Mama Tried Show is an invitational motorcycle show. It's held indoors. Remember, we're talking about Milwaukee, Wisconsin in December. And you can check out custom choppers, bobbers, hill climb bikes, cafe racers, and more. I'm talking from Panhead Harleys to Kawasaki Ninjas. There's something for everyone. I think I've said that a few times, but some of these shows are, they got great variety, you know? And it's really just a big party surrounding the show with lots of beer and food and music and rowdiness. And, you know, that's not a bad way to close out the year. Anyway, so that is my uh, forecast for automotive events for 2021. And you're going to find something on this calendar that uh, you're going to want to mark down and save some pennies for, do some, uh, do some booking for, make some plans for. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Horsepower Heritage. Like I said before, you know, this year is going to be uncertain, but uh, hopefully we all make the best of it. And no matter what happens, we're all going to figure out a way to share our enthusiasm with each other for cars and motorcycles. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And until next time, I'm Maurice Merrick. Thanks for listening. <laughs>